Dear Diary, it is February 13th of 2024, and I wrote today. Hello all, it is I, your host, Rainbow, also known as Dharma, and I am back again after a long hiatus, and I hope you all can forgive me for. Um, I was a bit under the weather uh, yet again, and once more I have to say that I'm so sorry that I don't have any sort of... Um, Anything that I can put in to let you know that, like any sort of pre-recorded message. Uh, but what I can say, though, is that I am back. I've wanted to be back ever since it happened, but, you know, things happen. But I'm back now, and it's all good. Now, today I have a few uh, miscellaneous things that I want to talk about. The number one being uh, concern that I now have... Um, having just gotten back onto this podcast. Now, if you all don't know already, I use the podcasting platform of Spotify podcasters that used to be known as Anchor. Now, Anchor originally was made to create podcasts that would be held upon uh, many different platforms. Anchor was originally known for a couple of different things. One was just how many uh, different um, places that it would send your podcast to in the very beginning, um, automatically somewhat, such as Apple iTunes or Spotify, for instance. Um, and it was also known for its drag and drop editing software, as well as allowing you to record right inside it. So you don't technically, so you didn't technically need another app to record in. Now, I personally just liked always recording in a different app, and I didn't even necessarily pay for it or anything either. In fact, I'm still using the same app, which is Voice Memos, which is a default app downloaded onto your iOS uh, phone, uh, which is what I have, or I guess Apple iOS device. Um, I, I believe it's an auto downloaded app but anyways uh, with that out of the way however um, that is not the issue um, as I said before it used to be known as anchor before it was acquired by Spotify and turned into Spotify podcasters now what is my concern is that soon they are going to be updating the app once again and they're going to be removing the recording and editing features at least as far as I know like I said, I just found out about this. Now, in favor, they are going to be um, essentially replacing these features with an app called Riverside. But as far as I'm aware, Riverside does not is not an editing software. It is... Well, I'm not 100% sure what it is, but it's not an editing software. And that's my only concern, because the drag-and-drop editing features was one of the number one reasons why I started using Anchor, later known as Spotify Podcasters. And it's one of the important things to creating this podcast, because it allows me to take multiple segments and smoosh them together into a podcast. That's how I get my intro and outro little tune, which is actually one of the pre-made tunes provided by Spotify podcasters. And with my original podcast, Write What You Want to Read, Draw What You Want to See, that was also how I was able to add in my pre-made intro to every single episode. Um, 
Now, as you can probably tell at this point, this is going to be a problem if they really do decide to get rid of the editing software altogether. Now, I'm sure that I'll be able to find some sort of easy alternative. I always do. Um, I've used a couple different video and audio editing softwares throughout my uh, years of making both videos and audios, so it's probably not going to be the biggest deal in the long run, but it is something that is taking away from my um, experience as a podcaster, because now I have to, I actually have to find another app to use. Whereas, like I said before, I only use another app to record the actual episodes in because it just works for me. And it allows me to do a little bit of audio tuning as well. Uh, whereas um, Anchors, as of this point now, isn't very in-depth. You just record it and you're done. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those things where this is probably going to be leading to a few big changes, you know. Um, you know, the, this podcast, um, this podcast in and of itself, the actual content will not change, but the way that I make it will, and that's something important on my end. And for any of you out there who are thinking of becoming a Spotify podcaster with me, especially those of you who know nothing about audio mixing or, um, audio content creation, I forewarn you that this is something that you need to look into before you decide to use this platform at all. Now, of course, with all of that being said, I don't know if there's any other platform like it either. Spotify Podcasters was unique for a couple different reasons. Uh, the ones that I mentioned before and the fact that it is completely free to start a podcast on it, at least the way that I did it. So, it's one of those things where it's highly important that Spotify Podcasters, in my eyes, remains to be a somewhat nice, somewhat competent platform, not only because it's the platform that I use, but it allows a lot of other creatives like myself to get into the podcasting world very easily and see if they even like it, for one thing. Creating video and audio content is very different from any other kind of content that you can create because there's such a focus on audio and audio visuals. If you want to create decent content, well, you have to get decently good at it. And in order to do that, you need to have a platform and you need to have the right tools. The tools in and of themselves can be very expensive, however. Have you ever looked at getting a subscription to Photoshop? Yeah, it's hell of expensive. Even uh, Procreate costs money, although it's uh, not as much money as one would think, especially for such a robust uh, digital art platform, but it still costs money. And that's my entire point, is that it all costs money. And everything that I've ever done on the pa in the past has been using free apps, free software, and things like that, so... You know, I can only imagine what it would be like having unlocked all of the tools, and because you have all the tools unlocked, you feel that you need to use them, which is the right way to feel, because a lot of good content is made using those expanded tools. So it's one of those things where this major change can affect a lot of people, 
and a lot of future people that will go look go looking back and seeing old websites that um recommend anchor and spotify podcasters only to find that it's been completely changed to the point of where it's not usable for them and i feel that it's important that we have a platform like this that is easily accessible that is easily usable because it helps it helps allow for more creatives to get online and to get their name out there you know not everyone wants to go to youtube or instagram or even facebook uh, a lot of people want to actually create a podcast or create some form of audio content you know either because they don't want to show themselves on camera or just don't feel comfortable being on camera or simply for the reason that that's what calls to them you know and that's perfectly valid as well uh, i don't know how spotify in the grander landscape is changing but what i do know is that this change is going to affect people such as myself that's all i have to say on spotify i'm sorry i know i said i had little things to talk about today but um like always that just expanded a bit so i'm just gonna rush through these other things um the other thing is i've gotten to thinking about how a lot of characters in modern media have been adapted to where their skin color changes for example the new little the new live action little mermaid um the velma not scooby-doo kind of scooby-doo show I believe a movie about ancient Egypt either came out or is supposed to come out where they changed the uh, race or skin color of the characters. And the reason why I bring all this up is because of the people making such a big deal about the fact that these characters' skin colors have been changed. Now, I get it for things like that ancient Egypt movie that I was mentioning. Um, just to give you a little bit of context, um, uh, obviously in the original story, the characters would be Egyptian because they're from Egypt and it takes place in ancient Egypt and, you know, so all of those things. So one would assume that the characters would be Egyptian and I'm sure they are probably in the original story. But they decided for this live-action movie to cast, um, I believe, all black actors and actresses. And this is nothing against the actual, actual actors and actresses themselves. But this is one of those times where it does somewhat matter the race of the characters, or at the very least the race of the person playing the characters. You know, obviously in a live-action setting, especially one with focus on a specific race to have the um, actors and actresses playing the people of that particular race to be of that race. Whereas in things such as Vel the Scooby-Doo Velma show, it never really mattered to their story what color their skin was. It never mattered that they were all white, and it wouldn't matter if there was a show that made them all black, or made them all Asian, or whatever. It doesn't matter to their story. It was never, it was never about that. The same thing with The Little Mermaid. It was never about the fact that she was a fair-skinned mermaid. It was never about that. 
It was a story about her falling in love with a human uh, prince guy and wanting to go and be on the land and be human on the land with him. And, you know, she ends up getting her voice stolen and whatnot and what have you, and they kiss and they eventually marry. Happy ending. But it it never would have mattered what her skin color was to the story. But in contrast to all that in The Princess and the Frog, it very much matters that Tiana is black and remains black in future adaptations because it is about a black woman creating her own business, creating her own life, and fighting for herself and fighting for her business. So it's one of those things where it's a somewhat case-by-case basis because, of course, every story is different. And depending on the complexity of the story, it could muddle things a bit, whether or not the character's race matters. So it's one of those where you just have to look at it and, to a point, simply ask yourself, in the context of the story slash plot, whatever you want to call it, in the context of the actual story itself, does it matter what this character's skin color is, or race, however you want to word it. You can also say the same thing for, you know, does it matter what this person's culture is, does it matter what this person's gender is, sex is, things like that. Yet again, though, that is a very general and simple question to ask, and I'm sure that there are many movies where this question would not provide an answer. And to that, I say, yet again, we come back to that case-by-case basis, where we really have to examine that movie on an individual level, or whatever it is. I just say movie because that's what I default to. We have to examine that movie and see the story truly, see the story, and depending on its complexity, see through the layers of the story to see if it's directly about racism or, you know, if it's um, deep down about racism, if it has anything to do with racism at all, sexuality, culture, um, general insensitivity, things like that, you know, you have to sometimes see deeper than You know, you have to see deeper than the surface. And many writers and just generally people behind these things are always, or usually thinking deeper. You know, while I'm creating my story, I'm thinking deeper. I'm thinking, as I've talked about before, the difference between uh, speciesism versus, um, versus racism. Because technically, most of the characters in my story are aliens. They are technically a different species. They're all humanoid, but they're all technically different species from each other, even, by by technicality. But they're all humanoid, and they're all sentient, and all of these things. And they also have different skin colors slash races as well, you know? They're, they can be both Caucasian and alien. They can be both black and alien. You know, you get you get the picture. I don't need to go through every example, but 
part of what I'm balancing in my story is separating the speciesism, for lack of really any better term, I guess alienism? And alienism? That, that kind of works, we'll go with that. Uh, separating the alienism versus the racism. Because my story is not meant to be taken as an allegory for racism. If I, uh, if I want to talk about racism, I will talk about racism. But so far, this is a fantasy, fantasy, sci-fi, whatever, fucking put every genre in there, just fuck it, um, story about an alien species, a group, alien groups versus humans. It's not an allegory. It's not. So I'm working very hard to ensure that, to the best of my ability, it is not taken as an allegory for racism. Now, with all of this being said, I just showed you that I'm thinking deeper. I'm thinking about the fact that my story is not about racism. It's not meant to be taken as an allegory for racism. Yes, the main characters are a part of a diverse cast. Or, I say cast, it's not a movie, it's a book, but... They're diverse in and of themselves, but it's not about that. And writers can be thinking something similar, but on the opposite end. You know, it's a diverse cast, and it's meant to be taken like that. It's meant to be seen as racism or as an allegory for racism. So it's one of those where you have to dig deeper and try and see what it's truly talking about. Because, like me, I'm sure that there's some other creatives out there who are creating things where, like me, it's alienism versus, uh, versus racism, or something like that. And I know that a lot of times it can be hard to read what the creative behind a project is trying to convey. And I get that. I get it. I'm still... I'm still working on the balancing act myself, but, you know, all of this being said to simply say, all of this being said to simply say, oh my god, um, is that, well, you don't know until you really dig into it, and sometimes, you know, later on down the line, the author or creative will try and help specify further and you just have to take their word for it you know sometimes the balance isn't always struck right sometimes it's just not always it doesn't always hit you know and sometimes it hits perfectly so circling back around to my original point is that certain media it will be fairly easy to tell whether or not it is based around the character or character's race and if that's important to the story and other times it will be very hard to tell but sometimes you just have to dive in deeper to see for the most part however as far as i can tell um things like the little mermaid and velma and whatever is to come next 
it doesn't matter what the race what their race is or what their skin tone is it it never did in the original story and it will probably continue not to and in my opinion it's not bad to have a black ariel for children to look up to especially children who are also black you know there's nothing wrong with that i don't care never mattered to a story probably never will unless there's some crazy adaptation in the future that someone decides to make all about that i don't know i don't know what the future holds i'm not a future teller not yet anyway so yeah um I guess I'll have to talk to whatever else I want to talk about another day. I'm sorry, I know half this podcast was about Anchor and the other half was about um, changing characters' races, but I I hope I said that correctly. I I don't know the grammar around this very well. These are not topics that I talk about very often, just in my life in general. but yeah, so it's one of those things where kind of got a split podcast, but I hope it makes for a nice comeback, something interesting to actually listen to for y'all instead of, well, um, uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I hope that, I hope that was fun. I hope that was interesting and I will see you all in the next one where maybe I'll have some more updates on Spotify. Anyways. Thank you all for listening to your local queer, and I will see you all in the next one.